Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where we share with you each week some of the amazing, positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these stories. This week, we're going to learn about Healthcare Management Solutions, a successful West Virginia healthcare management company, and their president, Leah Heimbach. Leah, are you ready to get down to business? Let's do it. All right, Leah. I'm so glad you're on the show to talk about your company. Leah Heimbach, president of Healthcare Management Solutions in Fairmont, West Virginia. Of course, that's Marion County. HMS is a company whose unique capabilities involve purposeful integration of clinical expertise with information technology solutions. This blend of clinical and IT expertise allows HMS to touch the entire healthcare delivery life cycle of its primary customer, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, also known as CMS. Leah Heimbach's extensive healthcare and legal background have contributed substantially to healthcare management solutions' ability to offer unique solutions to its customers in both the government and private sectors. Leah is a licensed attorney, registered nurse, and she's worked for more than 20 years as an EMT paramedic. She served as general counsel for West Virginia University Hospitals Incorporated and for United Hospital Center Incorporated. Leah also was the recipient of the 2017 U.S. Small Business Administration Graduate of the Year Award. So this, as you can tell, this lady is doing a lot of stuff in West Virginia. Leah, take a minute and fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Well, I'm born and raised in West Virginia, and I really enjoy the um, camaraderie of the people that we work with and live with, and I spent a good deal of my time growing up and learning a lot from people who are involved in the healthcare industry and couldn't have found a better place to start our business and continue to grow our business. Awesome. Leah, what, what is your, like your 30-second elevator pitch for healthcare management solutions? What is it that you guys do? Well, as you mentioned in the introduction, we do a lot that has to do with healthcare and IT integration of solutions. So our primary customer is the federal government, as well as we work directly with states. And the biggest bulk of our work involves conducting healthcare facility inspections, on-site surveys for a bunch of different kinds of healthcare provider types. For example, we do on-site inspections of nursing homes, dialysis facilities, hospitals, um, home health agencies, organ transplant programs, and many others. And the way the IT part fits into that is that our IT staff are really skilled at developing tools that makes us much more efficient in planning and executing and then doing the reporting and follow-up work from the surveys that we conduct. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. So your company was founded in August of 2002, and obviously here we are 2018. What you know, why did what brought you into this business, Leah? How did you get started in, into this type of arena? <laughs> well, my um, 
Then our business partner, Patty Hodges, and I started the company in 2002, and we had worked, and she's since been retired in December of 2016. We started the company because we had worked at a lot of different places and entities and really wanted to make a positive impact on healthcare delivery. And we also wanted to create a culture in a company that was very um, family-friendly and that people felt valued and appreciated. So we started the company um, and were able to leave our full-time jobs because of one contract that we got in the state of West Virginia helping all 54 local health departments get ready to comply with the HIPAA privacy rule. So when we got that work, that was that uh, enabled us to leave our full-time jobs and really jump into and dedicate all of our efforts to developing HMS. Now, the hard part came was after that engagement was done, which was about a year, we knew we had to start looking outside of the state of West Virginia in order to grow as we had envisioned growing. And so we started networking and learning from other companies who do federal government work how to do that. And that took quite a bit of time. It took two or three years plus a lot of resources being invested. So that was what made us start it. Hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. So Leah, take us to, to this place right now where we're at. What is, what's the one thing you're most excited about for HMS right now? I'll be honest with you, it has to be the difference that we're making in so many people's lives because I mentioned earlier we do those on-site inspections of healthcare facilities. Well, the reason we do that is because our customers have us go out and assess whether or not those facilities are complying with federal or state regulations. So most healthcare facilities really want to do quality care, provide quality care to their residents or their patients. But there are some who miss the mark. And if you don't have a loved one in a nursing home, or you will soon, and it could be you. And it's just awesome to know that we have these people boots on the ground, front line, doing the inspections to make sure that those facilities are complying with regulations regarding abuse and neglect and caring for the patients that they bill Medicare and Medicaid for. Well, so you're making a, a huge impact all, all around the state and, and surrounding states as well. I mean, what's, what's your geographic footprint? How many, how many different areas are you, are you working in? How many different states? We work in every state and U.S. territories. We have been in every state. Awesome. From Fairmont, West Virginia. Yep. That is, right. that is fantastic. <laughs> it's a great success story in itself. Leah, as a, as a business owner, um, one of the things I always like to talk about is, is that worst business moment. Because I think a lot of times um, we can learn some, some really valuable lessons from our worst business moment. Take us back to that, that time where you were maybe, you know, you can define as, as your worst business moment. Kind of walk us through that story. Well, it kind of is related to what I mentioned earlier, and that was when we were first trying to learn how to do work within the federal contracting arena. It, it was tough because you have to have tools that allows the federal government to get to you, such as contracting vehicles. So while we were learning about getting those vehicles and what was required, and, and you actually have to invest a lot of resources into getting those vehicles, you need to have, you know, a lot of determination and you have to have financial backing too. So early on, we did apply for a line of credit with a couple of lending institutions and it was very discouraging because two of them denied us because they wanted our husbands to be guarantors on the line of credit and they have never been involved in the business. And that was absurd. 
So we eventually found a lender and just kept making our pitch who understood and supported our vision to improve health care. So that was probably one of the worst moments of it. Yeah. So what was your what's your one takeaway from that experience? Don't give up. Don't take no for an answer and you just keep going at it and you will eventually find the doors to open or you'll create the doors to be opened. <laughs> that that sounds great. It sounds like, uh, you know, if one door doesn't open, you just put your shoulder into it and crash through it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Leah, you mentioned, um, you know, in, in your intro a little bit about uh, the people of West Virginia, but what would you say is the best thing about being in business right here in the Mountain State? I'd have to say it's having access to a really good workforce. Um, as Everybody from West Virginia knows they're very educated and they're dedicated. And I think the people that work um, on the HMS team understand the importance of the difference they're making on a nationwide level. And this contributes to our low turnover rate, too. So having people who have a good work ethic and really care about what they do is what I have found about being the best thing to be involved in business in West Virginia. Fascinating. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, what would you say, you know, we talked a little bit about your, your worst business moment, and, and that was very insightful. What would you say is, has been your best business moment uh, so far? Help us uh, celebrate that story with you. Well, I would probably say it's one of two things. When we won our first federal contract, which was always a, you know, an awesome thing to celebrate, but most recently, it probably would have to be that 8A Graduate of the Year Award that we won from the Small Business Administration because it's because of what our staff does that we won that award. And to get national recognition when you're a company based in West Virginia is just not all that common. Yeah. So if you don't mind, talk, talk a little bit more about that sure. that award and, and what it meant and, and you know some of the criteria and stuff like that. I think it would be very interesting for, uh, for uh, people that are listening to the show and, and reading this uh, online. Uh, you know, what, 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 tell us a little bit about that whole, whole process. Sure. So every year during Small Business Week, uh, prior to Small Business Week, which this year I believe is May 1st through the 3rd, the local um, Small Business Administration solicits nominations for companies to be nominated in different categories, and one of them is called the 8A Graduate of the Year. And the 8A program is a business development program that the SBA sponsors. And if you're a new federal government contractors starting out, and you can get 8A certified, which is not easy, by the way. Um, what it does is it's a nine-year development program, and for the first five years of that program, they, it limits the competition either to 8A companies instead of just every company in the world competing for the work that you're trying to win, or they can actually full source contracts to an 8A firm if they meet the requirements and can deliver the work. So we went through that program. We were in it nine years. I believe we graduated five years ago. Um, and so the SBA asked if we would let our name stand for nomination for that award. And we did and had to submit um, a, a, an application that included things like you have to show evidence of demonstrating successful performance on 8A contracts. You have to show a reduced reliance on 8A contracts because in the fifth year of the program of the nine years, you have to begin to show that you're able to compete in what they call a full and open market where they're not just directing sole source contracts to you. Uh, you also have to be in satisfactory financial condition, perform satisfactorily on contracts that you have, 
and you have to have been certified as an 8A business. So that's part of the criteria. So we, our, our name stood for nomination at the local level, and if the SBA thought that your application for the award was good, they then sent it on to the regional level, which our region encompasses several states. We won at that level, and then the regional office of the SBA forwarded our nomination to the national SBA headquarters in Washington, D.C., and we were selected for the award. That is outstanding. Well, thank you for walking us through that process. I think that's fascinating. Um, you know, I know just in a little bit of uh, work that I've done inside the SBA, there's in, in federal contracts, there's so many different hoops to jump through and so many regulations and so forth that you've got to abide by. And just to be to to be the recipient of that has just got to make you feel on top of the world for sure. It was wonderful. We had a great week of celebration at HMS, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's wonderful, and you're very deserving. Uh, speaking uh, uh, on that, um, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that 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 is interesting to me is that, uh, especially over the last several um, interviews we've done here on Positively West Virginia, the SBA comes up quite a bit, and um, you know, I've I've had some help with. I, I have a small company here in Morgantown, and mm-hmm. the SBA has helped me. And, and it seems like there's so many resources out there. That are untapped from the SBA. Have you have you been able to uh, to tap into that that whole network of of expertise and so forth since you've you've started your company? Absolutely, they have been invaluable to us, especially something as simple as all the trainings that they do. Uh, it's just it's just awesome, and they have a, a business lending program. But there's one thing in particular that we really continue to benefit from, and it's a class that they teach from July to December every year. And it's the Federal Acquisition Management class. They call it the FAM class. And every year we have put at least one or two or three, sometimes five people from our company through that class. It's pretty intensive. It's two days a month, all day, and there's homework and exercises that you have to do. But it teaches you about the Federal Acquisition Regulations. And there's a big difference in how you conduct your work and how you manage your projects or your contract if it's a particular type of a contract such as time and materials or firm fixed price. And all of our staff have loved going through that program and came back and benefited greatly by how they manage their work and their team. Fantastic. That's that's great advice. Leah, right now I'd like to take a a few seconds to mention our incredible sponsors, The State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like at Healthcare Management Solutions. All right, Leah, let's get back to it. I want to talk to you about um, the vision for your company. It sounds like you've had incredible success since 2002. What's the, what's the long-term vision for healthcare management solutions? Well, the long-term vision is to um, provide the great services that we do now, continue to perform great work, but we want to expand where we do that. We're looking at trying to get into some other federal agency, agencies, such as the VA, Defense Health Agency, some others who still have uh, an involvement with healthcare delivery because we think we could really work well to help them improve their efforts, increase um, their quality of care, from a management side, and we're really striving to make inroads into there. Also, we are looking to expand our state customer base as well. We've gotten a lot of 
traction for the work that we've done directly with um, seven or eight states, and we're in the middle of negotiating now with four or five others. Mm. Fantastic. That sounds sounds wonderful uh, and and well thought out. And you mentioned um, you know some of the delivery of care and quality metrics that are happening in healthcare today. What are some of the trends you're seeing right now? What what are the the hot button issues with regard to healthcare and healthcare management? Well, I think it's the, the challenge for us is trying to see how things end up shaking out with a change in administration, how regulations. Um, are impacted on how health care is delivered. So we're now in an era with CMS of having less regulations and less burden on providers, which I completely understand. But at the same token, there has to be an accountability for the quality of care that's delivered and the safety for vulnerable populations, such as those in nursing homes. So we're just working with the government to understand the impact as they either begin to try and lessen the number of regulations, how we can still work with them to ensure quality of care, or if there's, you know, another wave of change in different regulations being implemented uh, and helping support them to do that. Mm. That's great insight. Thank you for sharing that. Leah, what's one piece of advice you would give to business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, even young business owners or uh, people that are thinking about starting a company such such like you did in 2002 here in, here in West Virginia. What's one piece of advice you would give to them? Well, my piece of advice would be, I guess, a sequence of a couple of things. One, um, find something that you're passionate about. Do the research to make sure that there is a niche or some other value that you can add to it. And then work as hard as you can to pursue that passion. Uh, don't be afraid to talk to other companies who have gone through what you've gone through. Um, there are mentors out there who served us well over the years. We try and mentor new businesses that are coming along. So do all the research you can, find out what your niche is, what your passion is, and then just work as hard as you can to get there. And, and the, what, the other thing I would tell you is when you fail, and you will, you just have to get back up, learn from it, and keep going. Hmm. Wonderful advice. Now, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, the, you mentioned mentors, and I totally believe exactly what you said, you know, and finding a mentor or a couple of mentors that you can learn from. How, how, did, you, how did you go about finding, you know, some of those mentors in your life? How, obviously, they don't, don't uh, pop up. I mean, mm -hmm. how does that work? How, how, did, how did that work for you? Well, I'll tell you how it worked very well for us and still does. We go to a lot of uh, SBA-sponsored events. There's networking events that they put on where you just get the opportunity to talk with companies. And even if they don't do what you do, for example, one of our mentors was a strictly IT company who does work with the Department of Defense. That's not our area that we work in. But we talked with them about the importance of contracting vehicles so the government can reach you, the importance of getting a special certification if you can, and the importance of developing core values and a vision statement and a capability statement, and they were very helpful to us in that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for giving us that deeper dive into to mentors. I, like I said, I've, I'm a huge believer in that, and uh, I think of some of the mentors that I've had in my life have been extremely fortunate. Absolutely. And um, that, that's great, great advice that you're giving to especially young people out there who may be listening. Leah, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I would have to say keeping my staff is the number one priority. I work very hard to make sure they understand how much 
they are valued and how important they are to the company because I've heard other people say if you take care of the customers, everything else will take care of them of, of themselves. I think if you take care of the staff, they'll take care of the customers and everything else will be fine. Uh, one of the things that I didn't mention earlier is we have a good number of people here in our West Virginia office. We also have an office in Columbia, Maryland, which is near CMS and have staff there. And then we have a good number of staff that work remotely because they go on site to do those healthcare inspections and we give them their assignments. So they leave from home, do the inspection, and then come back and write reports. So the challenge for me is trying to stay connected with that staff that I don't get to see on a regular basis. So I look for ways to communicate to them. And, and some of the ways I do that is every twice a month we have payroll and we put out a newsletter called Connect. So I write an article in that about what's happening in the company. I do a monthly video message to communicate with them. And then I also handwrite notes pretty frequently to individuals throughout the company just to acknowledge achievements or let them know that they're valued and how important they are to what we do. That's great. I, I love the, the handwritten note. That's a, a lost art, right? Yeah, I get a lot of com- comments about that, that nobody writes notes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. The um, it, it, It's kind of a neat challenge that you have with you know explaining the, the different divisions you have spread out, you know, folks working from, from home offices and whatnot. I mean, it's, that is a huge challenge. And I think that the ability to, as a leader of the company, to be able to um, focus on your, your, your people is, is profound. I mean, that's, that's excellent. And then I like what you said about, uh, you know, take care of your people and, and the customers will take care of it. You know, I mean, it just, that, that was really great and uh, a nice way of looking at, at your business. Leah, what's one resource that you use in your business every day that you can't live without? Well, because a lot of my staff is remote, one of the things that I use day in and day out constantly is something called Skype. It's like a instant messenger tool from, I think it's a Microsoft product, but it, it's really helpful to me because I can just instant message somebody while I'm working throughout the day. In fact, if I'm on a conference call with a customer and the staff is too, but they're not located where I am, I can ask them questions by Skype that we can sort of further the dialogue and, and enhance the conversation with the customer. So that's one tool that I use a lot. That's great. And we'll make sure we put a link in the show notes to that as well. Mm-hmm. Leah, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people and entrepreneurs? No doubt about it. It would be Good to Great by Jim Collins. I uh, love that book. It taught me a lot early on. Um, two important concepts that came from it. And they talk about the analogy of a bus. In fact, we at one point um, distributed these little toy buses to all of our staff and said, you got to get the right people on the bus and you got to have the right people in the right seat on the bus. And what I learned from that is you may have an employee who isn't necessarily performing at their maximum potential. And so before you would go down the path of trying to force them into a role where they won't thrive, maybe you just need to reevaluate putting them on a different seat on the bus. So I really like that concept in the book, and I've subscribed to it over the years. And then on a rare occasion, it does happen. Some people don't belong on your bus really smart people out there, but, you know, I've mentioned our core values a couple of times. There's 10 of them. You can find them on our website, but the bottom line summary of all 10 is if you can't be nice to people, you don't belong on this bus. So we have invited people to leave the bus if they couldn't be nice to coworkers or customers. 
The other um, concept in it that I love is called Confront the Brutal Facts. And that was a real eye-opener for me because there are decisions that have to be made sometimes if you really want to go after a particular book of work because it's something you really know and you really like and you feel very strongly about it. Maybe there's an acquisition strategy that the government is using that doesn't make sense and that's going to require too many resources to go after and, and you really don't want to step away from that opportunity, but sometimes you have to. And so confronting the brutal facts is a crucial business-making tool that is echoed in that book that I really like. I love it. Yep, that's that's superb. And, uh, you know, that, that also kind of reminds me of, of, of a thought that I have with my team a lot is, that, you know, without a clear vision, it, it's impossible to tell an opportunity from a distraction. And sometimes those things that look like really good opportunities are just distractions, aren't they? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, this, is, this has been great. Um, first of all, uh, do you have anything, as we're wrapping up here, the, the interview, do you have anything that you would like to uh, express that you haven't been able to so far? I just hope that people who are looking at going into business and starting their own company um, – don't give up. It, it, there are going to be ups and downs, and the, the direction from point A, from when you start to point B, when you succeed, is not a straight line. There are uphill battles and left turns and right turns that you don't expect, and I would just advise them to step back, you know, remember why they got into it or remember why they want to do it and take things one step at a time. And as challenges are put in front of you, there's always people who are willing to listen, advise, and help you work around them. So just don't give up. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you. Leah, in closing, how could our listeners learn more about your company and, and yourself? What's the best way for them to do that? Um, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Uh, or you can go to our website, which is www.hcmsllc.com. And you can shoot me an email, or if you have any questions, pick up the phone and give us a call. That's awesome. And, and one final question that, I've, that I have to ask is, <laughs> if you could meet anybody out there, not just in West Virginia, but it could be a West Virginian, that somebody that would really help take your business to the next level, who would that person be? Well, you might think this is an odd answer, but last year when the movie Hidden Figures came out, and that got a lot of uh, publicity, I was really struck with the things that I had seen on Katherine Johnson, who was from West Virginia, White, White Sulphur Springs. And just watching what that movie represented and the challenges that she and so many others faced in unconscionable racism and sexism, but how brilliant they were and how they contributed to our history, I would love to have a conversation with her and talk to her about her views on life and work earlier in her career and now I think it would just be fascinating. Awesome. Well, that's one of our, our goals here is to help people make connections. So we'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That's great. Well, Leah, thank you so much. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Leah Heimbach in Healthcare Management Solutions, our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and teach you by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. 
We appreciate all of your comments also and and the uh, notes of encouragement. We really appreciate that. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories too on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm Jim Matuga.